0: hello everyone welcome to With that being said my name is yolanda andoyake and i am your host who has a lot of explaining to do i've been m.i.a i think for about a month i'm not sure but before i get into any kind of talking or explanation today i have a guest this is our first guest on With that being said and it is the one and only (laughs) lesejo Lesecho is a dear friend, Uh, she's been my friend since I don't know what, June we met and she's also one of the biggest catalysts to the creation of this podcast, she is a producer, she is a painter, she sings content creator, there's nothing Lesecho cannot do and she reminds us of that every day, if you've met Lesecho you know, (laughs) you know that she will let you know that there's nothing she can't do. Hi, Yolanda How are you? I'm good, thanks and you I'm okay So, tell us what we're talking about today
1: So today we're talking about mental health And basically mental health in the church Mental health as a Christian
0: Yeah, so this one time I'm on Twitter And a famous pastor is is talking about depression And you know how motivational speakers are They... Mm. They do things like turning the word depressed to deep rest and Oh my
1: word.
0: The pastor did something similar to that, yeah. you know, and a person commented saying that being a Christian and having a mental health issue must be a trip. Because there are people out there who you belong to the body of Christ, you belong to the body of Christ mm-hmm. and they consistently disregard your pain, your your how you experience life and and so on and so forth.
1: Mm, that is true. Um, I think I think Christians don't know how to deal with depression. They don't know how to navigate their way around it, especially Christian leaders. Um, recently, actually, had an incident where someone from church, um, one of the leaders, I was speaking to them about the fact that I'm not okay. I have not been okay for the longest time. And they just keep telling me to not give up like don't give up and that's always been the constant message even from my christian friends as i've been in like depressive episodes it's always don't give up you know we're here on earth and (laughs) you know suffering (laughs) and christians like to wear suffering as a badge and i'm just like why why must i suffer like (laughs) i don't understand that if there can be a better quality of life why must i wear suffering as a badge when i can be okay as a human being um and I think that's one of the problems that we, like, I don't think Christians understand the concept of suffering in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I remember when our pastor actually spoke about this last year, that um, when people say, when the Bible says that, um, like, like that scripture, when after you breathe suffering. Yeah, yeah. God is not speaking about suffering where, like, we are like we're like a pansy. it's just it's a mess like i think the type of suffering that god was talking about is for instance when you surrender to god you know your life's gonna be turned upside down you're gonna have to give up things like in those moments you feel as if you're suffering and obviously after that suffering there's a rainbow after that so i don't think depression was part of the suffering that was spoken about there but christians then like switch it and they're like hey i yeah. mean we all know that god didn't say there's not going to be problems so yeah we have problems we just need to hold on to jesus jesus and i'm like i get that and i get that it has pure intentions but can we acknowledge that i'm holding on to yeah, jesus yeah. and it's still so yeah, yeah because david was holding on to jesus and it, it was, was still so yeah Who Us- solomon was holding on to jesus and he was still depressed Elijah ran away and told God that he wants to die. Yes. Like, Elijah told God, I want to die. And God acknowledged that he's tired and he gave him rest and he gave him food. And so who am I then to try and soldier on and hold on to the cross because I'm human just like Elijah was and God acknowledges that I'm tired just as he acknowledged that Elijah was tired. And so I think, um, yeah, like, ew, acknowledging depression and other mental illnesses in the church is is such a problem because i don't think our leaders also know how to deal with it because i don't think they dealt with their own trauma i don't think they dealt with their own problems now having to deal with a whole congregation congregation of, of people yeah. and now you must help them deal with their trauma when you've never seen a psychologist yourself it, it becomes very tricky
0: yeah also oh my word that's this just a lot <laughs> first of all when 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 god acknowledges you and your pain and all of that but the people don't and what they do often is paint spiritual warfare yeah. all over it that used to make me mad mm. it used to make me really angry because I'm telling you that there's an issue that I'm experiencing mm. and you have not really walked with me for some time I understand if maybe it was a friend and was noticing certain patterns that were indicative of spiritual warfare Yeah. but painting every mm. every mental health issue any kind of depression anything yeah. and just like slapping onto it spiritual warfare like, is, you, must just pray, you must just pray pray the depression away yeah. that to me is lazy both intellectually and mm. spiritually, and I feel like it's time to let that go. Mm. I really feel like it's time to, if, if you want to know whether or not spiritual warfare, you pray about it and figure it out, and you will have mm. that revealed to you because spiritual warfare is real. It is. It's real. We're not even going to lie about it or pretend like it doesn't. There are dark forces and matters that exist amongst us, mm. and they do impact our lives in various ways. And there are times where it is, in fact, spiritual warfare. But it's not always mm. that True You know it's not yeah. always that And I used to feel like They're just not You're not listening to me mm. I, I I would appreciate it If you just sat down And listened to what I'm saying And not just disregard it mm. As spiritual warfare And then when they do do that They say spiritual warfare Pray 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 And they leave you to it
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll keep you in my prayers okay. that. Why not pray for me now Keep you in my prayers I have a friend who who does that actually when I say Oh I'm applying for this or I have this problem She'll make a voice note like there and then Praying and Mm. I would notice how This person is actively serving God Mm. and doing exactly what You know is needed in that moment And not disregarding how I feel And the anxiety that I feel Towards a certain situation Because it's real Mm. you know And I think it's, it's, it's important For a church to realize Oh I need to at least acknowledge that there are these problems and they are real and we need to tackle them. Mm. I think
1: another important thing, I always say this to my friends, that I think personally I think Christians need to learn how to shut up. Ooh. 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 Christians need to learn how to shut up, guys. If you don't know, you don't know. It's okay. That's- You're not God. When I come mm-hmm. to you and I'm depressed, I'm not expecting answers from you. I am telling you because I'm in pain and I need to express that I'm in pain. It's not always that you need to have an answer, and that's how you you end up saying things like no. But you know, we're here for suffering, girl. No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it's okay to just listen to and me. Say you like, don't know. Just listen to me and hear me out and let me express that. Yes, this is actually painful. If all you can say is can I pray for you that's okay but you don't need to always have an answer because then you blurt out things that make me sit there and go yeah no like (laughs) what's going on (laughs) (laughs) so personally I think that's another thing that like it's okay to be Christian and not have an answer for everything
0: yes it's really okay I think with that amongst like with that idea with everything as well people um have uh maybe atheists come to them and ask them questions that are like really challenging, mm. you know and instead of saying I don't know mm. and I believe in God regardless and I know what I'm supposed to know yeah. right now because God provides like information and revelations that are pertinent to what I'm doing yeah. right now so I don't need to know that but since you want to know i can pray with you Mm. and try to find out with you but right now i have no idea and i feel like that that's a great thing because it makes christians pretentious you don't know everything and you don't and you try and assume that you do is you trying to be god and you need to stop (laughs) you're not
1: god you don't know everything it's okay not it's okay to say you don't know it doesn't mean you don't have faith yeah it doesn't mean you're not in the word. there's still a lot of things that i don't know and i will always admit that actually i can't help you with that because that's a question that i have myself yeah and so even when i think i'm also guilty though of like i need to acknowledge the fact that i'm guilty of wanting to always have an answer when my friends would come to me and tell me that they're not okay um and like I would have this feeling you no, like how dare you not believe in God? Like how no. how are you saying you're depressed and you feel as if God is not there? What does that even mean? God is always yeah, there. Yeah. And I think that's a that's me speaking out of not listening. Like I'm not listening and I'm not trying to understand. And I think it, it took me, um, being in a depressive a depressive episode and actually seeing how like people saying those things to me actually it moves nothing in me it just makes me more angry towards god um and it also shows me that these people are speaking from a place of you're not listening to me you just want to have an answer like i just always want to
0: have something to say and that's just you guys know Speaking of angry with God, so I remember some time ago you were speaking about how a person had told you that you complain a lot. Mm. (laughs) They had said said that you complain a lot on your statuses Mm. and you need to just be grateful. And I feel that. That's a big problem because the reason we haven't personally met or any experienced Christians who suffer with mental health is because either they've been silenced mm. or they silence themselves. Yeah. Like I haven't heard of a of a of a pastor who's actively or openly suffering with a mental health issue yeah. or or anything like that because like you said that it looks like you don't have faith in mm. God and when you wrestle with God, when you wrestle with these things, people keep quiet and now you feel like you are this radical or some, I don't know, mm. who, who, who does not have enough Ingati, faith. I'm,
1: um, I don't know. I'm just saying I don't believe in God now when I'm expressing that. Actually, I'm quite angry with God yeah. right now. And this person said to me that I am, I'm wallowing in, in South City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, I, said, <laughs> I, mean, I sat there and I was like... Do you know what it's like to have depression? Like yeah. you're saying that, but have you ever been in a depressive episode where people keep just shoving you with the fact that there's a breakthrough coming, and you're like, I know that. I, me being depressed and being angry with God right now does not mean that I don't believe in God. It doesn't mean that I would, I don't believe that God can change things or that like God is working even though I don't see it or that there's a breakthrough coming. There is always. Um, light at the end of the tunnel. It's not that I don't believe any of that. It's the fact that depression is like a veil of pain over my yeah, eyes. And yeah, it's so yeah. it's so heavy that I cannot see the end. Like, right now, my focus is not on the end. My focus is not on the fact that there's a breakthrough coming. My focus is not on the fact that God is great or God is good and that He will always pull through and He will never disappoint me. My pain is in the fact that right now, I feel disappointed. Right now, I am hurt. Right now, I don't see God. And I, I'm trying, but there is a sickness that is stopping me from doing so and yes it might be spiritual welfare but can we also acknowledge the fact that depression is a sickness yeah like if i have a, if i have a sickness in my body if i have a broken leg i'm not going to just walk it off and just keep reading the bible i have to go see a doctor so why can't i do the same with mental illness why must i just walk it off and just pray it away and just fast and like what what happens when i've done all those things what happens when i've spoken to pastor what happens when i've been prayed for and i'm still depressed What then? and it's annoying because then it's like christians don't offer practical um ways of dealing with things like Things in general. I remember um, a friend was telling me the other day that he was speaking to a friend and they said that they're currently not okay, but they don't want to go to church. They don't want to turn to religion because they want a practical solution to their problems. And I was like, yo, (laughs) <laughs> you that hit me like they were saying that they don't want uh just to be told that ah god will provide <laughs> and that's what christians do Ooh. like someone comes to you with a problem and yes you can tell them all those things you can encourage you can pray but what about the practical solutions what are you doing to help that person if i come to you and i say actually i need a, i need help in this area of my life and you're able to help me why are you not helping why do yes. you just tell me that uh God will take oh, it away or God will ooh. provide or God will... Yeah. Guys, some of us are going to have depression until the day we die. Okay. Like, is that is that something that's actually acknowledged also amongst Christians? The fact that some people will die with depression and you will only be free when you get to heaven. And so now these, like, people who say things like, ah, pray it away. Yeah. Or, I'm
0: sorry, what? And, ooh, so, in the Bible, it speaks about faith with works. And, um... There's different interpretations, you know, as people speak, but I know that there are other parts of the Bible that speak about if you tell a person to go away instead of just giving them bread and they're hungry. That's that's kind of the same thing. With practical solutions. I think when when after praying you can tell there there are things that you can do, you know, mm. tell them to go to therapy. which Christians have a certain beef with yeah. therapy. Yes. You know, tell them to go to therapy or, or give them some kind of like ask them what are you comfortable doing? Mm. Are you comfortable with working out? Are you comfortable with coming here today or tomorrow so that we can talk things yeah. through, you know? Um just anything that you, you... You could even go on the internet and say, okay, I don't know what to do right now. But yeah. I'm going to go to the internet. I'm going to speak to somebody. I'm going to pray about it. Because or God, ask
1: them, how do you want me to, to help, help you? you. Yes.
0: Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's one of the things that we really need to pay attention to. Practicality in the church. Mm. Knowing that it is in fact true that God will provide. Because mm. he has. In he both has. our situations, yeah. he has. And he provides... But for reasons not known to us, <laughs> he does not remove yeah. the thorn, Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because you said that some people may suffer with depression. Yeah their whole life. some people have situational depression others mm. have clinical depression and so on and so forth and i remember when paul has a thorn on his side right mm. and god does not take it away and we don't know if he died with it yeah we don't know if it was depression we don't know mm. if it was his eyesight because he had a problem with that mm. people have arguments with that but no one speaks about how that was a thorn and god did not, yeah, remove, god it. Did not remove it no one is talking about How people actually suffered in the Bible. Mm. They will preach about Job, they will preach about Elijah, they will preach about all these things, but they will focus on how Job they carried on on and they held on. But they're strong in their faith. They won't speak about how Job said, God, I don't understand. This is really Mm. unfair. The honesty of I am upset with you, God, right now. They won't talk about being honest with God about your feelings Mm. and about being honest with everybody else. Saying that, you know what, today I woke up really mad at God. Mm. They won't speak about suicide when Elijah literally said, I want to die. (laughs) Literally, Elijah told
1: God that he wants to die and then God gave him rest. So if God can acknowledge someone's depression and them saying, I am tired and I want to die, who are you as a
0: human being to tell me to hold on and to just soldier through? Yeah, and that also kind of proves the point. Proves the point that we were making that God will provide for your situation, but not necessarily remove it, mm. because He did give Elijah bread and rest. But he them. had to go back, and yeah, like you need to go back. That's it's it's really interesting. This whole. Um, conversation of mental health with Christianity because people do refuse to acknowledge it but I do find a lot of comfort with God, I'm not even going to lie I am upset with him a lot of the times, but I do see him you know, in my my life, Mm. with just healing you know, Mm. I this one time, I was attempting to write a suicide note, right Mm. and in the suicide note, I started it, and by the time that I was finished I was singing praises to God. It's wild, and I was mad. I was like, "What?" I was like, "This for God. This is not about you. Not about you. This is not not about you. Why did you make this about you? This is not about you." But in that moment, you know, I realized that I don't really want to die. You Mm -hmm. know, as you know, many therapists have told me that you don't really want to die. You just want the situation, you know, Mm -hmm. to end or to stop feeling the way that you're feeling but in that moment i felt like god was there with me he was Mm. saying that these are the things that you can praise me for right now Mm. you know and you were able to subconsciously to write a whole page talking about me and how grateful you are of Mm. me and how much you love me and so on and this overshadows interestingly how you feel about dying Mm. you know and it goes to to prove the point of just because you're feeling a certain way or you're sick does not mean that you're not with God. Mm-hmm. It does not mean that God is far away from you. You're literally never alone true and so there's there's a lot of comfort mm-hmm. in in God a lot, a lot more than I feel that if I wasn't with him, I would have never experienced
1: yeah. That's true. I see it even um with me now where I literally I gave up on God. Yo <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was just like <laughs> Christianity didn't work for me. I I stopped going to church. I just Yo, I stopped serving I I just I gave up I stopped praying like literally the other day I was looking at my bible journal and I opened to see when the last time was that I read my bible and it was on the 19th of July and I was like (laughs) (laughs) it's been exactly three months um and no actually it hasn't been three months yeah it's been a while but (laughs) um but like during even this time where I just gave up and I stopped going to church, like God continued pursuing me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I stopped going to church, and one of the elders at church like called me one day, and I was even confused, like, where did you get my number? <laughs> <laughs> he called me, and he was like, "Why have you not been coming to church? When are you coming to church? We miss you." And I was like, Hey bro. but I, <laughs> but I went to church either way." And and that first day i was just like why am i here Mm -hmm. but i continued going to church and the love that surrounded me there Mm -hmm. was just so overwhelming like even from my pastor and my friends from church like everyone was so happy to see me and um it was just very comforting because it was like i see god's love through you guys Mm -hmm. and even the weeks that followed then like I have I've been gradually getting better like it's still painful like sometimes yeah, I sit there yeah. and I'm just like yo I still don't understand but I can see that gradually like like God is just revealing himself more and more to me um, and he's revealing his love to me through, like, the people around me because I just refuse to come to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just yes! like, I don't talk to you. i <laughs> for no more now. Nah, but he's just like, well, you... I will talk to you. You don't want to <laughs> talk to me, but I will talk to you. Um, and also, just, like, the other day, I was so emotional because I was thinking of the fact that there's so many people who are praying for me. Like, my pastor told me because my pastor and i have been beefing a lot lately (laughs) because i was beefing with him about the fact that i'm beefing with god and so one of the days i was in his office and i was there like going on about how i'm not talking to god and i just i refuse and he said to me how are you giving up when we're all fighting with you like we're all praying for you how are you giving up when we're all praying for you and that made me so emotional because I was like yo like there's actually so many people who are praying for me um and some people who I don't even know about but I know like so many people from church are are standing with me in prayer when I just I currently cannot for myself um and for me it's like the fact that like God's constant pursuit because God knows that even in my anger towards him and even in like this depressive episode it's not because i don't love him it's not that i don't think he's good he's he's aware of the fact that i'm just in pain like mm-hmm. i am in a ridiculous amount of pain and i don't know how to deal with it myself i i don't know because again i come to the church and people are just they like we sold you through. <laughs> but God is just there like, it's okay. Rest. Yeah, If you want to take a break, it's okay. Rest. I see you and I know that you're in pain. Um, But I will continue to pursue you until you find your way yeah, back to me. Yeah. So there is
0: a lot of comfort in God. Yeah. There's a lot to say also about community in mm-hmm. in, in, in church. I spoke about communities in our, uh, and, and with that being said, some time ago. And... When I was, whenever I get triggered or experience severe pain, you know, Mm. with with regards to anything, my first instinct is to isolate. Yeah. Isolate. I did a thing where I deactivated my Instagram account, I left my friendship group chats, I wasn't talking to anybody. People had, like, my warden would come to my room and, like, say, come have, you know, just, you know, you Mm. need and I realized that you can't isolate yourself into healing. You cannot isolate yourself into healing. You need people to remind you of the truth. Also, God uses people People, to touch you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need people to remind you of the truth because when you're alone, you can't convince yourself Mm. of anything. Anything is true Mm. in the presence of nobody, you know. So, you need to, if there's anything you take away from this episode is that you need to surround yourself with people that are pushing for you Mm. when you cannot push for yourself because you definitely cannot Mm. isolate yourself into healing at all. Instead you are reinforcing the idea that you do not deserve love in any form. You're reinforcing the idea that you deserve to be alone and that depression is a state of being where you need to be alone. Mm. I'm not saying that alone time you you know that's not the same isolation and alone are not the same same. but you really need to to reach out to a person and say okay I need just to sit with a person Mm. or have a conversation other than depression to be with a person and just sit there and have a prayer uh, or anything like that where a person will acknowledge your pain and you acknowledge the fact that you're going through pain as well Mm. you know even God Himself said um, it is
1: not good for man to be alone. But most times, people think it's in like a marriage yeah, sense. Yeah. But God was just speaking about the fact that it's not good for humans. We're not built to be alone. alone humans yeah. were built for relationship. Humans were built for relationship with Him and for relationship with each other. Yeah. And that's why, like, there is a cross as the sign because we connect to God, but we also connect Into, to human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on. A horizontal level, which is basically Earth. Yeah. So isolating yourself in in a time when you're not doing okay will just allow the devil to lie to you. The devil will use your thoughts. Like you'll be there in your room and you'll be sitting there. And you're like, yeah, God doesn't love me. <laughs> God does not love me. And you will convince yourself. Yeah. And you will you will go around thinking that. And then you meet community and people are just like, what? That's not true. And like, and I think yo that 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 was the case with me when i isolated myself and i stopped going to church that's when i was going through the absolute most i convinced myself that you know what this god sucks this god doesn't love me this god doesn't see me and it took going to church and constantly being told that hey god loves you god loves you like i have been told that god loves me so much in the past three months i i don't even (laughs) like yo <laughs> like i have heard it so much and i'm like yo i know i know this is god screaming at me like i love you and i wouldn't have gotten that if yeah. i was alone in my space and i i kept on isolating myself so yeah i'm really grateful for my christian
0: community specifically because yeah. yo, you know those people have carried me you know what what i am constantly in awe of is god's faithfulness you Mm -hmm. know that to me is really wild yeah because first of all there was a time where i denied you completely yeah there was a time where i said you don't exist and i don't like you and your people suck etc etc and then now there's a time where i am fully devoted to you and even then i'm not what you have you guys have given me instructions Mm -hmm. i'm not even following them even when i'm what you would say a a perfect christian which you know it doesn't really exist i'm not up to standard you know this Mm -hmm. i'm always sinning there's always yeah space you know that the devil you know is, is present in you understand and even then god is pursuing you yeah that to me is is crazy that 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 just shows to me the unconditional love that he has it rages through any kind of barrier be it depression be it loneliness it any any mental health issue god is raging through that trying to get a hold of you through anything and you cannot hear if you're not listening you Mm. understand so um when you feel like you can't you can't hear him maybe you know you could take time to listen but there's it, it, it puts me in awe Like I'm just mm. like This is really crazy If I was God Which thankfully I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully I would have really left me aside mm. I really would have I would have been like Okay you don't want me mm. Bye But also God's pursuit of
1: us Despite the people that we are it's because god knew we were not perfect yeah. from the get-go from god the get-go. never expected me to be a perfect christian god never expected me to always be like oh glory glory to god even through my problems god knew there'd be a time where i'm just like i hate you <laughs> yeah he knew um and so because he knew he's not shocked by my behavior he's yeah, not shocked yeah. by how i feel He's not shocked about my terrible thoughts about him through my depressive episodes. He's not shocked. Like, God is just sitting there like, oh, i (laughs) leave. And (laughs) it reminds me of um, that song, E-Jaira by Maverick City. Yeah. Where, like, the first line... Nope, second line. (laughs) Where it's like, um, I wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing that you can do to 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 let me down. Like... For me, you're that line, guys, I held on to that line this entire year. Whenever, like, I'd go-ish, and then I'd feel as if I disappointed God, I'd, I'd think about the fact that, actually, I'm not holding God up, so I can't let him down. Like, yeah. God is not shocked by my behavior. Like, he's not sitting here like, huh? Like, God is not shocked at all. There is nothing new under the sun. And so because God knew how I was, how I think, the way he created me, he will continue to pursue me because he doesn't pursue me because of how I am. He pursues me because of his goodness.
0: And another thing that I came to understand when I was a, when I was still in high school was that God doesn't see me the way that I see myself. Mm. He sees me the way that he created me, and I every day I have the opportunity to live up to that. Mm. That that's so big. And for some time I had practiced looking at myself the way my father, my creator, the person who loves me or the being who loves me more than anybody else could the way that he looks at me and see, you know, and, and it, it debunked a lot of the lies that I was telling myself yeah. and also debunked many of the lies that I was telling uh, myself about his people, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so good. Yeah. So good. Um,
1: yeah. Like, <laughs> the concept of how God sees me is very interesting to me because I struggled as well with the things that I tell myself. And that would also end up mm-hmm. with me depressive episodes mm-hmm. because I'd just be like, Oh, you're this and you're that and you're this and you're that because these are thoughts that these are words that I have heard said to me by humans. But like I had to sit with God and have him tell me that that's, that's not what I say about you. And I remember when I was dealing with that, I started reading, um, the story of creation And what struck out for me was when God kept saying, um, and it was good, and it was good Mm. when he created things. And then he created man. It says, God created man, and it was good. So God looked at me and said, this is perfect. Yeah. Like, this is it. Like, this is the standard for her. So who am I then to then tear myself down when my creator looks at me and goes, wow. Wow. Like, so, yeah, I think you're having like it's so hard to to try and listen to god when you're depressed Mm -hmm. but i think it's something that you sometimes have to force yourself to do because that's the only way like that's literally yes you can see a therapist you can do all these things but like for me personally listening to god has been um what has helped me because i i'm not against therapy i I, i'm an advocate for therapy if you know me you will know that i am pro-therapy to the core. Um, I've been in therapy for five years now, but I've been aware of the fact that the therapist helps me through my problems, but God is the only one who can give me answers that I I really need to help me get through um that thing even now i i'm currently recovering and that's yes therapy has been helping me but it's also because god was there with me in the therapy because the things i discussed with my therapist would also be reinforced by god whether it is when i'm reading a book or when i when i decide to read the bible or when i went to church but god has always reinforced the things that we dealt with in therapy and that for me was a confirmation that okay this is what's going on or this is what I need to let go of or this is the revelation that I need so yeah
0: therapy also has helped me with learning um, my thought patterns Mm -hmm. Um, trying to see where I go wrong with thinking you understand and and seeing clearer what what is true and what isn't I want people who are Christians who are listening to this right now who are against therapy to tell me why my Instagram is at <laughs> Dimadondoyake. I want you to DM me and <laughs> catch me outside. Catch me outside and tell me why. Um, I I I've never read a scripture that's against it. I really think I really think it's important to to go to therapy. Mm. I I never knew that Christians were against therapy. I think
1: the whole therapy um chat is because I actually had a talk with my friend about this. Um, the whole therapy chat is because this whole belief of if I go to someone else about my problems, then I'm not trusting God. But it's like, I will always say this. If you're sick physically in your body and you go to see a doctor, is it because you lack faith? Or is it because you need someone who has been gifted by God with knowledge on how to deal with your with your issue? so then why would you not do the same when it comes to your your mental health like why is your mental health any different from your body when your brain exists inside your body i don't Mm. i don't understand that um and so for me i've never looked at therapy as a thing of oh i don't have faith no i go to therapy and i deal with what i deal with in therapy and then god will also be speaking to me about that specific thing as we go along um my therapists always help me like even besides like dealing with my problems therapy helps you understand yourself so much better it helps you understand your triggers it helps you understand what puts you back in that depressive place it helps you understand a lot about yourself and then when you have that knowledge then you take it to god that actually god i think i think this is stressing me right now um i think this is how i think and i don't know how to not think this way Mm. or this is a problem that i'm realizing it has made me catch also like my own toxic traits and things that I constantly do, behaviors that I've picked up and then I take that to God and I'm like God, actually, I don't think it's okay to behave like this. So it's, I don't think it's okay to talk to people like this. And those are revelations that I got in therapy and I dealt with with God. Mm. And so why would you then be against therapy? It, it doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, and for me, I, therapy was something that I didn't always have access to and, mm. you know, I prayed about it and then I had access to therapy You know, it wasn't mm. like you can't go, but also I think many of the times in ourselves, with our traumas, we have these things hidden from us. Our brain hides things from us, you know. Mm. You know Trauma works, you know. Yeah. So I think God will use the opportunity for therapy to reveal some things about you. Yes about your traumas that will affect your children we've seen how our parents affect us mm. with their unhealed things so having help getting help helping you see what you're struggling with trauma- wise what triggers mm. you you can you can then see and you have the opportunity you have the abundance of being able to undo that mm. and set forward a generational A pace of healing You know And not repeatedly You know Creating a pattern Of people who Are unwell And in any aspect In in aspects of of Physical therapy Or financial therapy You know There's many aspects Of our lives That we choose to ignore And God provides Ways for you to To heal Because Mm. medicine Was not an Anti-God thing Yeah It's not (laughs) anti-Christ God was like These are the things That I've put on earth In which you can use To heal yourself you know, so go to go to therapy guys. For my sake, if not yo, for yours.
1: Yo please. Yo, guys, like everyone needs healing. Like everyone, yes, God can heal you, but God has also given us people on earth to help us. So why would you not get help? Yo, because you guys come out here with your toxic behavior and now yes. and we're just like and then,
0: and it's because you're not even aware yes of how you're treating others mm. based on how you are yeah. feeling and based you on are how feeling you're treating and how yourself. you were
1: treated and how you're treating yourself so
0: please go to therapy if you had one thing to say to a person who's currently struggling with mental health be it a non-Christian be it a Christian what do you have to say? Yo <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, you just put me on the spot. <laughs> Yikes. Yo, what do I have to say to a person who's currently struggling? Um what I would say is, be patient with yourself. like it's okay to not be okay. You are not weak for struggling. you are not not believing God. When you're struggling, you're just human that's simply it you're a human being um and you have emotions you have traumas you have things that you need to deal with so be patient with yourself be kind with yourself and god sees you whether you like to hear it or not because i don't like to hear it either but yeah
0: god sees you and god loves you thank you so much where can the people catch you on the internet space
1: on instagram and on facebook yo guys i don't use twitter that's a ghetto app oh,
0: wow <laughs> okay.
1: you have a blog as well yes um yeah i have a, yo. <laughs> I have a blog which i have not posted in in months because of my beef with god but we're working on that guys. We're working on that. I have a blog. It's called The Exodus. Um, it's on WordPress, but you can also find it on my Instagram under on my bio. Yeah, you'll find the link on my bio. And I also have an IGTV. So if you love makeup, if you love God, you can catch me on my Instagram at
0: so Oh, thank you so much for joining me i appreciate this so much also thank you for your help you know with everything you know from the beginning of the podcast <laughs> if you want to know <laughs> how this podcast started yo. you will just have to contact her. everyday yeah. voice notes i don't know how to do <laughs> it. emails voice notes yo. <laughs> speaking of this is our last episode for season one Um, I know that, you know, I've been MIA, I mean, obviously, as this podcast episode, but not you've probably figured out why it was, I was in the pits and this is our last episode because school is, it's here, exams are, are here and I'm taking some time off until next year and I hope that, you know, you'll continue to support me even when I come back and i will see you guys next year i love you guys so 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 much i appreciate all the kind words that you guys have been sending to me and i promise this is not the end i will be back with better with more you know i love you guys so much till the next time bye